Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and game master. Heroes, this week we are starting a brand new adventure with Heartbeats. Designed by Keith Baker and Jen Ellis, coming from the Ultimate Micro RPG Book Collection. Heartbeats is a medical drama RPG, and more specifically, a medical melodrama RPG. Players take on the role of both doctors and patients in an overly dramatic hospital full of tangled relationships and gripping storylines. If you've ever seen a show like ER or Grey's Anatomy, you kind of already know how this game's supposed to go. But of course, my guests and I couldn't help but have a little fun with that concept. I will say up top as a general content note for everything that you're about to hear, this is a particularly irreverent parody, and the character that I play in particular is a horrific villain, as he ends up being a famously bad pediatric surgeon. So think about that before you decide whether you want to go ahead and listen to this series. But the game itself is great. It's a perfect engine for having exactly that sort of irreverent fun. If you're interested in this game, or perhaps several dozen more small RPGs, do yourself a favor and check out the Ultimate Micro RPG book. You can pick up a copy anywhere books are sold, or by heading to bit.ly slash ultimate micro RPG. And now, with all of that out of the way, let's get to the show. Alright heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up, we have a new voice to the One Shot Network. Well, not to the One Shot Network, but to One Shot herself, and that is JV! Hi! Hello everyone! Hi! <laughs> welcome! Welcome! Oh man, oh this is super fun and super wild and so exciting. It, it is going to get so much more wild. Reading through this game, I feel like we're going to get extremely wild today. JV, for those who are hearing you for the first time, who are you? What do you do? And where can folks find you? I am a voice actor. I do mostly podcasts, though I will eventually be doing a, a visual novel type game thing where people are most likely to have heard me before would be on A Horror Borealis, where I was Mike Hanlon in Lucia's Love Story. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Horror Borealis, of course, a one-shot network production. Uh, if you haven't checked it out already, I really recommend heading over there. JV is, of course, wonderful Aww, on that show. But are, are there any other projects that you want to plug? Like, you've got the floor right now. I, uh, well, most of the things I am in and that I uh, do can be generally found on my Twitter, which is at redblackgolden. Black is spelled kind of fancy, B-L-A-Q-U-E luxurious exactly exactly it's a real real good fun time uh you can also hear me on in between uh which people might enjoy it has a has a tabletop vibes to it which i like a lot and uh season four for that's coming out pretty soon which i'm really excited about all right listeners be sure to check that out jv before we move on I, i have an important question for you and that is who is your favorite fictional doctor? Okay, so I've thought a lot about this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to say it would have to be Dr. Harleen Quinzel. Oh! <laughs> yeah, so Harley Quinn, because I love reminding people that yeah. she's a doctor. She's a doctor. Because I feel like occasionally people forget that she's super cool. And yeah, and I I like there are so many different backstory like or comics and and TV shows and and whatnot that have done Harley Quinn's backstory, and I always like when she's just a competent doctor who got through school. I hate it whenever they imply that like she cheated or something like that. That that kind of mm-hmm. makes my skin crawl because you give give Harleen her due. That's yeah. that's a good pick, solid pick. Mm-hmm. All right. Next, we're going to move on to a voice that should be familiar because you've heard them on several different one-shot shows, and that is Jules. Hey, baby. (laughs) Yeah, Jules. Your voice is so smooth. I always love hearing it. Thank you. Can you tell the people where where can they find you? Where can they find your good, good works? 
I'm usually in my apartment these days, but if you want to <laughs> see sort of what I'm doing, um, mm. I am the uh, dungeon master for this little podcast called The Pod Has Been Cast, and it's a D&D actual play podcast, sort of um, sci-fi inspired, if you like things like Mass Effect or Farscape or you know any of those star things, Star Trek, Star lord star wars any of those things we are inspired heavily stealing heavily from all of those it's me and my three good friends and we have fun in space together so check us out on the phbcast.com is our website or on instagram at the pod has been cast or wherever you find your podcasts yeah, listeners if you have been diligent listening to the the mid rolls of one shot and campaign over the last couple of weeks you've you've heard the plugs go yes. out and this is your call <laughs> this is fate telling you to go out and subscribe to that podcast please please now jules before we move on I have to ask you, who is your favorite fictional doctor? This is a huge question for me because I've watched Grey's Anatomy since high school and I've never missed an episode. And I watch wow. it like, yeah, I watch it on cable. Like, I don't mess around with Grey's Anatomy. You might ask why, and the answer is probably have something to do with mental illness. But <laughs> I will have to say Christina Yang. I'm part of the Yang Gang. Mm. Christina Yang is a cardio surgeon played by the incomparable. Sandra O, oh. and I mean, if you watch the first episode of that show, you'll understand she is just the best doctor, the best doctor. How do you feel about Grey's Anatomy returning and and possibly returning w- without her? Like, well, yeah, she's been gone for a minute. She, she's been gone for a minute. She went to Sweden, I believe, to make hearts out of plastic. But has the show been on the air for too long? Maybe. But I'll be there every single week. <laughs> 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 fabulous fabulous well that, that brings us to our, our final guest another new voice to one shot i am so happy to welcome danny danny well, welcome to one shot oh my gosh i'm so excited thanks for having me man <laughs> i i am so excited to have you uh, danny for those who probably you know i'm gonna bet that people know you but maybe not just by your voice so w- please tell the people who are you well, what do you do honestly that question it <laughs> I, I don't know what i do anymore that's pretty existential um, <laughs> at this point huh? it's an existential question I, I started off as a board game content creator on the youtubes and i've kind of morphed my own platform and what i do online into more of a I would say more of a, a community building type platform where I just hype up my friends and other marginalized voices in our community. So what I do is just I'm excited. I'm a board game tabletop enthusiast. I recently just got into tabletop RPGs within the past couple years after being just like the hugest board game geek. <laughs> and uh, yeah, you can find me all over the Internet at Brutal Dan, Brutal spelled B-R-0-0-T-A-L. D-A-N, so that that's my old gamer tag, mm-hmm. like from 1999. They, they <laughs> tend to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> They're still here. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, um, I talk a lot about inclusivity, diversity, and equity within our board game community on all different levels, whether it be from someone that's just trying to get into the hobby to someone that works in the hobby. I'm also the social media coordinator for Rose Gauntlet Entertainment which is a board game, tabletop, and potentially video game establishment. So I'm super stoked to be able to work with them as well. Listeners, I have to recommend, if you don't follow Danny, you absolutely should. Not only do you get to learn about a lot of cool games, but... It, it, it comes to you in like the form of a warm digital hug. It, it's just very positive, very uplifting, very sweet. It is the sort of thing that I wish more gaming spaces felt like. Hands down my favorite person that I follow on Twitter. Oh, just. Stop <laughs> oh stop it. Absolutely wonderful. But folks, we are here today not just to be good friends. Oh, no, actually, wait, Danny, Danny. Who is your favorite fictional doctor? Oh, man, I thought, shoot, I thought you were going to forget that question. Um, I almost did. So so I feel like Jules, Jules, okay, on the flip side, I'm the opposite of Jules because I have not watched a single episode (laughs) of Grey's Anatomy. But when you asked me this question, I was like, do I know any fictional characters? And and then, of course, (laughs) it dinged in my head. 
that Dr. Zoidberg (laughs) is probably my favorite doctor. (laughs) (laughs) Probably my favorite. So it's Dr. Zoidberg. It was either that or Dr. Mario. Yeah. They're both fictional. Those are both very good. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I feel like it's, it's a strange dichotomy between Dr. Mario and Dr. Zoidberg because Mario really literally just throws pills at problems which i don't know if that's the strongest doctoring big pharma yeah yeah he's definitely in the park of big pharma for sure but on the flip side dr zoidberg just throws problems at pills because i'm pretty sure he doesn't know what he's doing either. yeah yeah you know it's complex which i i like it i like it we we have a competent yet morally compromised doctor and harley quinn we've got just a straight up competent good doctor and we've got two different flavors of bad doctor i i feel like that fills in that, that that fills in what we're going to need because today we are playing Heartbeats, which is a game from the Ultimate Micro RPG book, which is a anthology of small RPGs that I edited for Adams Media, which is an imprint of Simon and Schuster, and it is full of designs from some of my favorite game designers in the world. And this one comes to us from Keith Baker and Jen Ellis. I, I have been fans of these folks for such a long time, and, and they are such good close friends. So I wanted to bring on a stellar cast to show off this game. Heartbeats is a medical, like, over-the-top melodrama RPG. You know, we definitely want you to be thinking along the lines of of your Grey's Anatomy, of of your Ease R, of, of your Scrubs, if you will. But, you know, it's an RPG, so we have the freedom to dial that up a little bit, bring it from a 5 to a 10. So that's that's where we're at with this game. This is a GM-less system. The way this works is we're going to create doctors and patients. Our doctors are going to have a relationship with the doctor to their left. We'll figure out what left means in a minute. <laughs> also, they are going to be working on a medical problem with a patient. We are going to take turns doing scenes where we act out against the doctor that we have a relationship with, against the patient that we're, we're trying to cure. At the end of the game, we'll pull cards for scenes, and the color on those cards is going to determine how each scene is going to go. And at the end of the game, based on you know how many scenes go well for us and how many scenes go poorly for us, we'll determine kind of what happens both in our relationships and with our patients. It's going to be super fun. <laughs> and the way we're going to get things started off is we're going to make our doctors. Now, JV was kind enough to have a complete deck of Woo-hoo! cards, unlike me, who is currently not <laughs> playing with a full deck of cards. JV, I, I would like to let, let, let's start with you, actually. Could you draw two cards from your deck? You're going to draw the first for your doctor specialty and the second for your defining trait. All right, so for the Doctor specialty, we've got the Eight of Hearts, which, funny enough, is is Harley. Yeah! There you go. (laughs) So there's that. And for the specialty, oh boy, for the specialty, that's uh, OBGYN. Okay, yes. Oh boy. All right. For the defining trait, we have another great one. Um, so for that, that's a three. That's the three of diamonds. That is reckless. Oh, yeah, a reckless OBGYN. Fabulous. Oh, that is. Those are horrifying that's, words. Next that's to what another, you want. But okay. You really like when you go in to find an OB to the hospital. You go. I want your biggest <laughs> badass. Give me, give me the person who does oh, not no. play by the rules. Um, Fabulous. <laughs> someone's about to about to get their life rocked a little bit i i feel <laughs> perfect before we get to defining the doctor a little bit let, let, let's draw our other doctors yes let's draw for jewels nice all right so for jewels what we've got here is the six of spades, six of spades. cardiologist oh it's meant mm. to be <laughs> there we go 
Look at that. Gotta have a heart doctor. Gotta have a heart doctor. In matters of the heart. (laughs) And for defining trait, we've got another six, which means sexy. Yes. Mm. Oh, (laughs) now I understand why I'm here. (laughs) Yes. Yes, sexy cardiologist. Fabulous. Yes. Perfect. I absolutely love it. We'll we'll go we'll go with Danny. We'll we'll let all the guests go first. We have on this card another fabulous doctor that I am sad to say I forgot about for a brief second. I forgot she was a doctor. Anyway, um, so this is a queen. Oh, uh, Doctor Pamela Isley. Yes, exactly. I completely forgot she was a doctor, and I feel very. We're using bad DC anyway. playing cards. I think that's important to say. Um, <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've got the uh, DC Comics bombshells deck of cards here, and the doctor specialty for the queen is plastic surgeons. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love that. And for the defining trait, we've got king. And that is famous. Famous. Ooh. So a famous plastic surgeon. Oh, this is perfect. Yeah, this is Ooh, this is good. This is very good. <laughs> All right, JV, I, I'm ready. Lay lay it on me. What what's my specialty? Oh, oh, exciting. So your specialty, oh, I love this one. This is my favorite card. It is the Jack Pediatric Surgeon. Okay, fun, cheery. <laughs> You also got a king, meaning you are a famous pediatric surgeon. <laughs> all right, all right. What a cast. Nothing can go wrong. This does feel extremely great. <laughs> so now we we all need to have a relationship with the doctor to our left, which again, we're recording in a digital space. Left is a challenging concept here. <laughs> What I'm going to say is, JV, first draw a card for a relationship between your character and my character. All right. For that, I have drawn an eight, and that is jealousy. Yes. I love that. I love that a lot. Jealousy between an OBGYN <laughs> and a pediatric <laughs> surgeon. Just Yeah, and a, a reckless OBGYN <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a famous Ooh, yeah. pediatric surgeon. I, I can see there being a lot of meat there absolutely do we want to sort of explore that now like and figure out what that is now or do we figure that out let's 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 draw the relationships first and then we'll have a quick like discussion of who we think these people are because i I think these relationships are really going to help us do that fabulous one uh for my character and jules's character now that one is a four which is Bitter enemies. Yes. (laughs) Who doesn't like a good rivalry? I'm I'm excited to explore that in a minute. Before we get there, though, let's draw a card for Jules and Danny's characters. A two related. Oh. So that means I'm kind of sexy too. Maybe just like (laughs) not as sexy. Or you could be the Danny DeVito twin. (laughs) Which probably yeah, that's that's you could be a real troll. That tracks. I'm the trash man. <laughs> Let me fix your face. <laughs> oh boy. Let me take your face. Give it to me. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, please draw the final card for these doctors and establish a relationship between your character and Danny's. That is the Jack, which is research partners Mm. so with that let's kind of figure out these relationships based on the polls that you got does anybody have an idea that like just jumps to mind about what dynamic they would like to have or what side of the dynamic they would like to have well jules if we're related you're sexy but i'm famous what does that say about our relationship or like are we oh yeah maybe we're like like instagram doctors like we're like maybe we're like twins and like we're both like hot and successful and on like you know (laughs) you're like a plastic surgeon to the stars and i'm like a hot cardio thoracic surgeon (laughs) what if danny's character is like the plastic surgeon to the the stars and you are kind of instagram famous however you're mostly Instagram famous because of Jules' character. Jules' oh. character does not have an Instagram. 
but whenever whenever you appear in pictures on Danny's Instagram, gets a lot more likes. A lot of thirst follows out of that. So there's I like it's constantly that. like, hey, let's let's document the lunch that we have together. Take a selfie, getting this photo together because everybody feels like, oh, this hot person has clearly got to be the result of their work. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh, I love that. I love that. Oh. If you're okay with it, Jules, maybe I've done plastic surgeon on you, so we are twins. Yeah, but we don't even look like twins anymore. Oh I actually do look yes. like. Yes, I'm snatched. I'm so totally <laughs> snatched. Absolutely. Oh, what if Jules' character looks the way you wish you could make yourself look? Yes. You can't perform surgery on yourself. This oh, is all yeah. super good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is ooh, the drama. The secret's already bubbling around. <laughs> so on the subject of somebody being famous and somebody maybe being mm-hmm. jealous of it, I think that my lovely reckless OBGYN, that just those two <laughs> words together, a lot like Instagram yeah. and doctor, are two things that sort of sound cursed <laughs> to me. I think that jealousy there is simply of being a famous pediatric surgeon. Mm. I think with that clout and whatnot that you would gain from being a... I'm presuming you are famous for being a good pediatric (laughs) surgeon. I wonder if that (laughs) is... Oh, ooh! Um, (laughs) That could be wrong. You could be famous for being... Full disclosure, I've got a 40% mortality rate. No, not, no. not the best, okay. not um, the, but not the worst. You, you, I mean, you're not going to find better odds in Vegas. Uh, no. <laughs> and I'm just here like I could have been a good surgeon. I mean, I've removed numerous children from people. I presume that that makes me already a, technically speaking, a good surgeon. What if I, I like the idea of just playing the worst villain in this hospital? Because I'm also enemies with with you Jules' character. Are. So, like, what if oh, I'm just yeah. a garbage doctor? And we just can't get rid of you. Yeah, you're 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 a reckless OBGYN. So like you deliver babies, you know, as they're falling out of an airplane. You deliver babies in the middle of an earthquake. You deliver all of these babies in extreme conditions. You want to deliver the baby while suffocating an alligator with your thighs. So like you're this cool yes. hero doctor and I have lost so many patients that you have delivered because I am the worst person to ever live. This is so sad. Those are babies. (laughs) There's something deeply sad about that, but also like there has to be a reality show that is also taking place during this because like I don't understand exactly how wild those deliveries are happening, but you know what? It would make sense if it was for television. Well, I mean, you just you're willing to do the deliveries that no one else is mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. there's a baby that needs to be born inside an elevator that's stuck inside a burning building. You answer that call, you know, oh, this would do great on TLC. This show would be a hit. Right. Disaster like, I- babies, <laughs> whatever. Yeah, it would be so good. Sky birth during a thunderstorm, falling from 30,000 feet. Oh, God, that show would absolutely kill. I have another, I think, a layer that I'd like to add to my character. I don't love the idea of being a current pediatric surgeon because the idea that my character is currently uh, uh, killing children is not, is less fun. It's, it's probably less fun in, in practice than concept is kind of what I'm thinking. So instead, I can play a, a type of villain that everybody's familiar with, which is I had my medical license revoked because oh. of all the dead kids. Instead, I transitioned into being a medical insurance representative. So I am now the person who rules over all of like the requests that you put into insurance for each of your Uh, patients, patients, for each of your patients. So, yeah, I like definitely like try to do like a lot of pro bono surgeries and like, you know, you're definitely like always getting in my way of like the insurance. Oh yeah, we we can't cover free. <laughs> can't, can't can't cover it because free is also the same as priceless. <laughs> you know, 
That's oh too much. God. <laughs> yeah, my, my character's name, I think I'm going to be Huckamule Kid Cutter. Oh, no. Uh, Dr. Huckamule, <laughs> Not- formerly what? Dr. Uh, Huckamule Kid Cutter. Dr. Huckamule, or former, sorry, former, <laughs> formerly Dr. Huckamule. Are we both famous because maybe we've had something in the past? Interesting. Potentially. I, like, I think I'm famous for, like, being arrested and unfairly acquitted of all of the terrible things that I've done in my life. But per, what if there was a medical battle between us somehow? What, what, what if you, like, are the person who managed to get my license revoked somehow? Mm. And you've had it out for him ever mm. since, and that will fuel my hatred towards you. Now, I'm not a doctor. I don't know how medicine works. I'm going to clarify that before I say anything more. I am a big fan of the anime Shokugeki Food Wars because I love food and I love anime. And on that show, they can challenge each other to cooking battles in order to settle wagers. So what if you challenged me to a surgery battle where the winner would continue practicing medicine and the loser would have to give up their medical license forever. And, you know, me thinking, well, this is a plastic surgeon. Clearly I can defeat a plastic surgeon in a surgery battle and I'm a very bad surgeon. So I lose. So maybe, yeah, you, you're the hero who, who defeated me, but did not banish me forever. I like that. I like that. And I feel like, so I think my character is going to be named Dr. Jazzy Finkers. And I think Ooh. I think Dr. Jazzy live streamed this on Instagram. Oh yes, Th- this was a big event, mm-hmm. and it, it ruined you. I love ruined. it. Ruined. Absolutely I'll be love it. Doctor Snazzy mm-hmm. Fingers. <laughs> fingers. Think. Oh, I thought you said fingers. <laughs> That's better. <laughs> I think I simply must be Doctor Daredevil. That will be funnier if everybody realizes I'm wearing a Daredevil shirt. Oh, um, there it is. Okay. <laughs> Dr. Daredevil, which is the name of the Instagram account that I have been trying to get popping, but just has not, has not worked and keeps getting, like, taken down because, like, also it is delivering, like, infants. <laughs> it doesn't do yeah. well in terms of visuals. All babies are kind of pretty ugly when they pop out of there oh, yeah. uh, at first. And so, like, the problem is, you know, you are just encountering these babies at the least Instagrammable time of their lives. So unfortunate. <laughs> so unfortunate for you. But yeah, you gotta, you gotta keep that Instagram account up because insurance agencies, that is a big factor we consider when <laughs> deciding whether to approve or deny treatment. It's. Mm. How many Instagram followers the doctor has? Yeah. <laughs> That's real. <laughs> That's real medical Feels science. that way, don't it? Yeah. <laughs> well, did the delivery happen? <laughs> it's like, see, it 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 covers the hospital's backs. Did it sparkle? Did it pop? Help me help you ensure this. Hey heroes, it's James, your Game Master, and welcome to the mid-roll. Heroes, I really hope you're enjoying this week's episode. It is a selection from the Ultimate Micro RPG book, uh, which is one of many books that I have published. For the Ultimate Micro RPG book, I was the editor of an anthology of small games. Brilliant and fun designs just like Heartbeats, waiting for you to play them. My latest book is another part of the Ultimate RPG line, the Ultimate RPG Game Master's World Building Guide which has prompts, exercises, and mini-games designed to help make the process of developing a setting for a role-playing game easier and more fun. You can pick up all of my books right now anywhere books are sold. If you're interested in the Ultimate Micro RPG book, you can head to bit.ly slash Ultimate Micro RPG. And if you want the world building guide, just head to bit.ly slash ultimate world building. If you'd like to see the world building guide in action, you can head over to the one shot YouTube page or Twitch channel where I've archived a stream that I did with my good friend, fantasy author, Alexandra Rowland, where we created a fantasy setting of our very own where writing is magic. It was so much fun to do. And I think it showcases the book really well. 
Heroes, this week on Wednesday, we are welcoming a new addition to the cast of Campaign Skyjacks. After a long casting process, we have found a new performer to step into the role of Captain Oromar Vale, transforming him from an NPC into a PC. And folks, the first several recordings with this new performer have been spectacular. You'll definitely want to jump in for this new episode. So look forward to that on Wednesday. If you do happen to be a Patreon backer, you've already got a preview of who this might be. And speaking of our Patreon backers, I'd like to take a quick moment and thank some of them individually. Louisa Blatt, thank you. Isaac Frieza, thank you very much. Richard Wyatt, thank you. Obsidian Rat, thank you so much. Matthew Prohl, thank you. Stefan Shaw, thank you so much. Lindsay, thank you very much. Charles Cross, thank you. Galen Peugeot, thank you. Galen has done some spectacular fan art for Campaign Skyjacks in the past, and I'm hoping to get one of their games up on one shot soon. So everyone go check out Galen. Patrick Rogers, thank you. Samuel Olivios, thank you so much. James Stewart, thank you. Terry Connell, thank you very much. Alyssa, thank you. Jez Vale, thank you so much. Billy Bunn, thank you. Victoria Lay, thank you so much. Nicole Pigeon, thank you. Robin Nielsen, thank you so much. And Jim Burns, thank you. Thanks again to everyone who supports us on Patreon. We wouldn't be able to make shows like this without you. If you like what you're hearing here on OneShot and you'd like to support us, head over to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast to sign up to be a backer. That not only helps us produce the show, but it gets you delightful audio rewards. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Let's make sure we get, we got names for everyone else. Is it snazzy or jazzy thinkers? I'm jazzy. I'm snazzy. Okay, that's right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, jazzy, snazzy. All right. So then I think we have our doctors sorted out. Quick question. Do I put these cards uh, back? Yeah, let's, let's reshuffle them. Okay. Cool. Yep. So now we're going to be drawing two cards again for everybody. This will be determining the patient that we'll each be playing, because in addition to playing a doctor, we each play a patient. <laughs> and the twist, I think I, it might not just be associated with the patient, but with like the situation in general. JV, let, let, let's draw for your patient. Okay, so my first one is a jack, and it is a hypochondriac slash nice i'll go with hypochondriac yeah we've got a hypochondriac on the table i love it let's draw one for jewels nice so that is an ace and that is john doe slash amnesia so you're that would john that doe. would mean you're dead which is very funny because uh, I, I think well is, is well, john, john doe, doe mean like because i don't remember my name no it, it can also mean that you Okay. Are just right. an unidentified human. Like, we, like we know nothing oh, about fun. this human being. <laughs> they could be. Hey, dead. a bold role-playing choice, and I'd like to see how it plays out. <laughs> we gotta save this dead guy. <laughs> that sounds actually a lot cooler because when you said it first, I thought you said jaundice. <laughs> but you said jaundice like, too. I was like, I don't know yeah, what jaundice like, is. <laughs> I think that means you're yellow. I or think it means you're yellow. A nutrient deficiency. <laughs> I don't know. It takes some vitamins. Right. <laughs> great, great. Uh, what about Danny? Who? What, what kind of patient is Danny going to be? Danny, you get a five, and you have problematic relatives. Is that, I mean, <laughs> we're going to have to remove that is yes. surgically. <laughs> Cut them off, literally. <laughs> with that twist, we can also draw a, a card and see if it comes up with a disease. If we like, you know, it, it, it's kind of up to. Well, I'm thinking now, just off the top of my head, maybe it's like a somehow they're attached to a problematic relative. Maybe they were born. With they're attached at the hip, and one of them's problematic, and one of them wants to be a an Instagram star. I don't know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh. Actually, this was probably oh, another set of Grey's Anatomy. Honestly, <laughs> your selfies are so good. You could be a doctor. 
You need to lose this dead weight. Literally. Your conjoined twin listens to Joe Rogan podcast. You have to you have to get them off. I love this. And finally, let, let, let's draw draw a card for, for the patient I will be playing. That one would be 10. I'm sorry. I'm dying still for that last, for that last bit. Woo. Okay. So that's a, that's a 10. And that is former lover oh. uh, slash relative. Ooh, okay. Let, let's draw a card for a medical problem, too. I like the idea. This is, this is juicy. So for medical problem, six wise well, elder that does not help i'm a wise unless elder, you just want elderly former lover um, <laughs> just simply elderly is the disease <laughs> oh no <laughs> oh. yeah you should get um, that oh um. no <laughs> is there like a separate table for diseases or is it there's not there's not there is um, not. Uh, like it can be a like there's there's patient identities and and twists and whatnot that, that's fine oh i see um, i see I let's see. I am just gonna have to. Okay, yeah. So I guess if anybody wants a former lover or relative to be in the hospital, just let me know, and we'll we'll figure that out. Um, but yeah, so those are the patients on the table. Do we feel like we have any really good matches? Well, honestly, if I'm sexy, I feel like being with a former lover would spark. Mm, okay. Some sparks would fly. That could be interesting. Well, just to put, push up the drama. So, Jules, yeah. um, Snazzy, I mean, Thank Dr. You. Snazzy has gone through so many medical procedures to, I guess, be the standard. <laughs> so what if your former lover comes back and sees Dr. Jazzy still looking like a troll? And that is what the lover is into. Oh, no. So you you got all done up, snatched for the gods for no reason. <laughs> Because your former lover loves <laughs> looking like Danny DeVito. Oh, yes, no. this is good. God bless that. That's really that's a good. Story. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. And maybe I'm even keeping it a secret from you. Like I'm pretending to be you with the former oh, lover. Oh wow! And then the former lover visits the workplace to like surprise me with lunch. Or oh, something. It writes itself. It really does. <laughs> so then that'll be your patient so you'll have uh yeah i'll have i have james's former lover okay why why are they coming in we don't know <laughs> well i mean because if you're a plastic surgeon they must be coming in for plastic surgery yeah that makes sense it's it's an emergency plastic surgery. <laughs> i mean it's a thing it's a thing an emergency plastic you surgery. burnt the tip of your finger and i'm a hand model you in your hand model the best hands in the mm, land. Yep. Mm. <laughs> so for the hypochondriac, I, I think I would like the uh, hypochondriac. I think a hypochondriac going head to head with a medical insurance claims <laughs> adjuster. Like, oh my god, that's but, uh, no matter which direction <laughs> that goes, that's great. That's funny. Oh, that's perfect. I think amnesia would be very funny to see an OBGYN because I don't know who I am and I also didn't know I was pregnant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think both of those things are very Oh no. Can the baby have your memories somehow? I mean I think oh. it kinda has to. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> you must deliver the baby so that oh, John Doe <laughs> knows who they are. Yeah. Oof. Oh my this God. is intense. I'm sweating. You'll, you'll see here the the baby, the fetus is currently blocking the memory vessel. The memory uh, that's vessel, the blood yes. vessel that carries all of your memories. Not the memory gland. Why is it Science. there? <laughs> the image that I just had is this baby doing what? taxes, your taxes, <laughs> from previous years. Because it has the memories of all the baby the knows what claims to make those taxes. My baby's so a genius. It's on a thing, on a, on a, what's it called? On a sonogram. Oh my god, it's like a baby genius's origin story. <laughs> if you don't get this baby out now, it could be born an accountant. <laughs> It'll never have a shot at having any Instagram followers. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Is this the game? I don't <laughs> 
we we haven't even we haven't started the, the formal role play yet. Okay, okay, okay. Rain it in. I think I still need a sexy yeah. doctor needs a patient. So who's left? It's me. It's the problematic relative. Okay. Which the original idea was conjoined twins, but I mean now what if what if it is still problematic relative and the solution to a problematic relative is literally for them to change their whole heart like oh. you have to perform heart surgery to remove their nasty garbage heart and put in one that like can care about gay people or something <laughs> <laughs> i bet it's my problematic relative which means it's mine too also yours so maybe like I don't know, our shitty dad is <laughs> oh, not Yeah, shitty dad. <laughs> shitty dad. I hate shitty dad. <laughs> Turns out my heart is homophobic, so. <laughs> oh my god, yes, I'm a sexy gay doctor and I have to fix my dad's heart. <laughs> it's my dream. <laughs> oh my god. What if it's a heart transplant? And you have to somehow break it to him that his heart belonged to a gay. This heart is medically gay. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag medically gay. <laughs> he has literal homosexual blood flowing through him. I've run the blood work time after time, a dozen times. It keeps coming back with homoglobins. <laughs> I I love that storyline. It's really good. Yeah. Good. I love this. Oh. Okay. Folks, we we got it. Now the way this works is we're just gonna go in sequence doing scenes. We decide which character we're we're gonna do a scene with. We draw a card and if it is red, the scene is going to go well for us. Like, it will go well for the doctor, where we're assuming the doctor is the primary character. The doctor whose scene it is, because you can also call for your scene to be with another doctor. If it is black, it does not go your way. You'll also want to write down the card that was drawn for you and your scene. And once we reach the end of the game, we'll, we'll tabulate, you know, which side won more, and that will determine how... We end things. I, I think this should be done in a sequence of three. You get, get like three scenes. So there'll be the scene with a doctor, a scene with your patient, a follow-up scene, and then we'll narrate an epilogue. That sound good for everyone? For sure. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Let's start with Danny. Danny, do you want to do a scene with a doctor that you have a relationship with? Or do you want to do a scene with your patient to start out with? I kind of want to see, I've named our problematic dad, mm. Bobby Joe John Jay, or Bobby Triple J if needed. I think Bobby Triple J is going to come visit Dr. Snazzy and just show up. So I'm going to play as the patient and I want to go visit Dr. Snazzy and see, see what goes down. Mm. Let's draw to see whether this scene is going to go well or poorly. It is red. It's a heart. So this goes well. This isn't one of my cards. This is one of. So it's going to go well for Dr. Bobby Joe, Joe John Jay. Are you also a doctor? No, no, no. But is it always red? Doctor so, is so good. You, like usually when it is your turn, we actually have you play the doctor. So, oh, yeah, let, let, let's let's make it let's make it your doctor and just decide whether you want to do it with a, a patient or. I got you. well, I'll still go visit Dr. Snazzy. See what they're up to on the I, the IG. <laughs> I think Dr. Jazzy is like wrapping up a live stream and has has her phone just up in the air, just talking, 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 and then stumbles into Dr. Snazzy's office and turns so that the camera and the audience can face face Dr. Snazzy and be like, if y'all just wait another minute or so, we'll get Dr. Snazzy right on the live stream and then looks at the phone. Do you not have good reception in here? What kind of office is this? Reception is actually down the hall, sis. <sighs> Your jokes are awful. And then <laughs> Dr. Snazzy just like chucks this iPhone out the window. It's like, I'll oh, just get another one. So you look good. I know. All thanks to you. I, I'm loving the hair, the new eyebrows, 
the new single eyelash that I put. You know that extra, extra, like, two-inch eyelash that is the new thing? Mm. No complaints on my end. I mean, I'm in terrible pain, but... The camera is having a love affair with Snazzy right now. Like, we get different shots. Like, Snazzy, I imagine, is, like, sitting at a desk or something, but, like, there is wind, and they turn and... (laughs) Blowing their hair and their lovely, luscious eyelashes. It's in soft focus. And when it turns back to Jazzy, like the lighting is bad. There are shadows and bags all over their face. Jazzy, I don't know how to close this window. I know how to close an open heart surgery, but not this window. That's fine. Look at look at how gorgeous this lighting is. And then Jazzy whips out another cell phone out of the blue and just starts snapping pictures from like all different angles and just like just worry about posing. When you look this good, you you won't even need to learn how to close hearts. Damn it, Jazzy. As beautiful as I am, it's all for nothing if I can't get our father to love me. <sighs> our our father? To, you know, recognize me. As a famous, beautiful doctor, a surgeon. Well, let, well, let's be honest here. Who has the followers? I think you do. I don't. I'm not on the apps. I don't understand them. It's fine. Again, you're the looks. Let me do the work. And you want the approval of our father? Of course. Secretly, that's all I've ever wanted. We we see a picture on their wall, a stern looking picture of your father that is actually captioned and it just says, I never loved you. <laughs> it was some birthday. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> oh god. Oh that's so sad. I guess out of all the hearts I've changed out in my career, there's one heart I've never been able to change. And Jazzy starts typing on her phone and tweets out, LOL, wouldn't it be great if you could just change hearts with a surgery? Heart emoji, broken heart emoji, knife emoji. <laughs> and then just like shows it to uh, Dr. Snazzy. <laughs> Look at that, that made a good tweet. I change hearts all the time. I've done thousands of heart transplants. So why don't you just change dads? Damn it. Do you think that would work? Yeah, and... I think it would make a great Instagram live. I don't know what that means, but I do need to do some research now on... Oh, that's actually a perfect shot. And then just kind of like shoves you down into the chair and just throws books onto your desk. <laughs> and then, yeah, do your thing. And then brings out like these like little pocket ring lights and just like sets up around you. It's like, do your thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to get at least... Three to four shots for next week's campaign. So we're going to lead up to it. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so (laughs) excited. Also, don't forget, tomorrow night, we have to get the left eyelash done. So make sure you drink enough water. Absolutely. Absolutely. I I still can't open that eye. That's that's fine. (laughs) Dr. Jazzy kind of just sets up like these three tripods and you're literally being filmed from all angles. It's so bright. And Dr. Jazzy. (laughs) It's so bright in here. (laughs) And Dr. Jazzy literally pulled up four iPhones and just walks out with another one and flips on Instagram Live again. It's like, sorry, followers, some technical difficulties. And then you just hear her kind of trail off in the hallway. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, what a beautiful scene. What a beautiful scene. Wow. (laughs) Wow. Icons. Icons. Danny, who who do you want to pass it to? Who, Who goes next? I would like to see what Dr. Huckamule is doing. Mm, former Dr. Huckamule. I legally doctor. cannot refer to myself that way after losing that surgery battle. I really want to have a first scene with this hypochondriac. Absolutely. Let's draw a card. I want to I want to know how this is going to go for me. It is a heart. All right. Uh uh, you know, uh, first of all, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to go through the phone system to book a personal consultation appointment with me. I, I do want to point out I am no longer a medical doctor, but I do have full authority to decide what you need to live. So <laughs> I just why don't you. Uh, introduce me to your concerns and I'll see how we can dismiss, th- uh, address them. 
I'll see how we can address them. Doctor, as you look at me, can you not tell that I am dying? I am... I am dying. I am so... 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 um... thirsty. 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 I am dying. Absolutely dying. First, because I cannot retain water. You see, uh, this is this okay. Is, okay, let me just uh, check some of these medical books here that I have. I'm like a leaky teapot, and everything is falling out of me. Oh, Huckamule like pulls out a big ledger that, that, that you know, it go, goes like insurance standards for, for major insurance company, which is the company, of course, that he, he works for. He opens up the book, starts flipping through pages. Thirsty, thirsty, thirsty. Um, all right, uh, first question. Have you tried following people on Instagram <sighs> the summer? There are going to be a lot of bathing suit um, pictures. Usually that helps people with thirst. I that I have not tried that treatment in well, particular. Well, you know, we, we, we do. Well, you know, here's what well, I'm, I'm going to I'm going to level with you uh, here. We care about your health, which is why we want you taking your own health, your own treatment seriously. So, I mean, we recommend that all of our patients go to WebMD, Google <laughs> your symptoms, uh, because that's going to give you a good indication of kind of what your treatment options are. And I say, if you can get the treatments uh, related to the d disease that you think you have based on Googling your symptoms, like go right to that. You want to, you want to skip around middlemen. Middlemen carry disease. Now, what I can offer you here for thirst, it does have here, I've got uh, the diagnostics proceedings right here. We could put together a little bit of an exploratory surgery. You know, we just pop her open, look under the hood, see what's going on in there. That's what I say. Oh, no. I think that is exactly what I There we go. I need somebody to figure out why there are so many holes just so many holes for the water to just leak out of i i need to get this figured out i can't keep putting band-aids over them they just they just fall off because famously band-aids will not stick to wet surfaces they just fall off uh, all right all right i'm feeling yes. good about this i'm feeling good yes. about this what we're gonna do fabulous I am going to call the first surgeon in my phone and we're just going to have them pop you open is what we're going to do. And we're going to stay. I promise you, I'm going to get someone who stays in there until the job's done. We're not going to close you back up until we know what's going on. Okay. Make sure they bring all of the necessary binder clips. <laughs> I got great news. This hits my procedure quota for uh, the year, so I don't need to approve any more procedures for anyone for the remainder of the year. You've been a huge help to me. You've been a huge well, congratulations. help to me. Congratulations to oh. us all. <laughs> Indeed. Oh, I can't laugh too hard if I do again. All of the water will fall out of my body. Frightening, terrifying, <laughs> terrifying, absolutely terrifying. And I, I think I think that's that scene there. Yeah, the, the camera pans down to Dr. Huckamule scribbling down something, and all it says is thirst with a line scratched out, <laughs> holes with a line scratched out, and just like six money signs, and he circles yeah, it. Like. <laughs> yes, oh my god, oh. I would love to know what Dr. Daredevil is, is up to. Mm. I think Dr. Daredevil is with her patient as well. And would you look at that? Another heart. This shall go All right. in my favor. So I think we see the sonogram that, that I mentioned earlier, where there's an image of like a rough outline of, of a baby holding a calculator. <laughs> 
good, 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 good. And seemingly wearing small glasses. We do not know where these small glasses came from. Then we see Dr. Daredevil. Okay, so as you can see on the screen, you are pregnant. Oh, so congratulations. Wow. And also, I, I'm, hmm, well, on the plus side, you, your infant looks smart. Um, it appears you will have a smart infant. Is that normal for them to have the, the those are glasses? Oh. Glasses, yes. Um, they, they allow for better visibility of, of things. <laughs> um, and explaining okay. glasses. Okay. okay. Glasses. Yes. Yeah, so, so presumably, um, this infant, despite growing, like actively currently growing and swimming, doing a little bit of swimming. Uh, sorry, doctor. I just want to clarify. And you're saying that this baby is inside yes. me. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yes. Yes, right at this very second, yes. Do you, do you um, feel it? The, the little kicks, and, and you might be able to feel the little Yeah, yeah I feel clicking. something, but mostly I feel this, like, clicking. throbbing in my head from when I got hit by the truck. Oh. So. That. Truck. I'm saying that right. So truck? much more sense. Okay. Yes, it, it was a, yes, it was a truck. It was a semi-truck, it, and I... You survived that, and I could not possibly be more thrilled for you that you lived through mm. that. I, I'm gonna be blunt with this, and I am so sorry in advance for this. Um, the reason that you don't remember this is because the baby remembers everything. Like absolutely the baby everything. inside me has my memories? Yes. Oh. Yes. Is that normal? <laughs> absolutely not. It is not normal. But if it were normal, you wouldn't be at this prestigious institution. Now, you see, we have developed several treatments for this. Treatment number one is we could have you hit on the opposite side by oh. a different truck sort of reversing the procedure however you could die so that's not great but we also have this experimental procedure that i've been working on doing a little bit of research on you know just casually in my evening time as one does doctor um um, how yes baby inside me Oh, um, well, you see, when two human beings love each other, uh-huh. uh, or find each other mildly interesting enough, or it happens to be a very particular night at a certain bar, um, th- they will proceed to do certain acts and things, the which truck. then lead to other things. Oh, yeah, uh... A big Mack truck and a small garage, if you will, yes. Um, just just one parked right- HOLD ON! Breaking into the room is is former Dr. Huckamule Kidcutter. Hold on, you're not clear to explain how sex works? You know what? Good because I... uh, we weren't talking about how sex works. Uh, doctor was telling me why baby inside me. Uh, uh, that, hang on, uh, I'm not really good at uh, genders. Monster dough? Is it? Monster? Monster dough. Monster dough, I'm going to level with you. Uh... Your plan, because you can't remember whether or not you have health insurance. We uh. at the insurance company, at Major Insurance Company, can't approve anything apart from experimental procedures. Uh, uh, oh. Which means that uh, Dr. Daredevil here will be able to employ the devil may care, paying fast and loose with the rules medicine that that they're so famous for practicing, uh, but we can't tell you where babies come from. 
Oh, okay. Where did I come from? That would be from the bar oh, down the street. Where that truck accident happened. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I think the camera zooms into this baby with glasses on and the baby's just rolling. <laughs> <laughs> it's a living. <laughs> the baby is over it. <laughs> well, someday it will be. But up, up, but up. This episode of One Shot uses music from the following artists Supernatural Sky by Dreamland, Heroes by Noah Smith, Runner by Falls, and Felicity and Growing Up, both by Scott Buckley. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry, we'll be back next week with more Heartbeats. In the meantime, be sure to check out some of the other amazing gaming shows here on the One Shot Network. Like A Horror Borealis. A Horror Borealis is an actual play Monster of the Week podcast set in the 1990s in the fictional town of Revenant, Alaska just south of the nation's least visited national park, and way north of everything else. A reclusive small game hunter with a magical secret, a young anarchist librarian with a passion for conspiracy theory, and a sensible park ranger with a strong local book club following find themselves pulled together by common threads woven mysteriously into their past when monsters begin plaguing their tiny community. But they soon discover the things they're fighting run much deeper and much closer to home. Tune in for a story about identity, empathy, community, mental illness, and healing. And stay for the beloved local diner. You can find A Horror Borealis on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. As always, we end one shot with a call to action. Heroes, I'd like to urge you to go out and call your representatives. Calling a representative is a great way to directly advocate for an issue. It's a way that many elected officials keep a temperature of what their constituents are looking for, and because not many people do it, an individual caller can make a huge difference. When I call my representatives, I use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There you can find a list of issue summaries from around the country, along with contact information for your reps and scripts to read while you're on the phone to help you get your message across. Calling is quick, and it can make a vital difference. Thanks, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest one-shot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at GameMaster at OneShotPodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network, in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at P-A-R-A-C-O-S-M-Press.com. Finally, that music which is right now swelling up over my voice is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes.
Hey heroes, it's James here. It's time for you to grab a bird, a saddle, and a lance. Because we've got new episodes of Sky Joust coming at you next week. Sky Joust is the OneShot Network's competitive sports drama actual play. Inspired by your favorite sports animes and set in Skyjack's world of sphere. Follow four different adolescent jousting teams as they battle their way through the quarterfinals, eventually to face each other in head-to-head -head PvP matches. It's competitive because we have four different teams of protagonists, and everybody's got a reason to win. But there's only one championship spot, and the game decides who takes the crown. Watch your favorite performers from around the one-shot network and world of actual play in some intense and hilarious moments. You can listen to Sky Joust right now by heading over to your favorite podcast app and search for Sky Joust, S-K-Y-J-O-U-S-T, with two exclamation points. If you first checked out Sky Joust when it was on the Skyjacks feed, we are finally airing brand new episodes, so it's the perfect time to jump in. We'll catch you in the lists, heroes.